Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia very good morning everyone. Welcome in to Trot's Talk. Yes, brought to you by HRNZ. Greg O'Connell with you for the best part of the next hour. We've got plenty of information coming your way, including a preview for Banks Peninsula Trotting Cup Day. Yes, the 12 race program. Yes, 12 races out there at the Mott. All have $10,000 first fours on them. The first underway at 12.30 and the feature is the Majestic Sun DG Jones Memorial Trotting Cup named after one of our great trainers ever. Trained over a thousand winners, Derek Jones. A couple of New Zealand Cups in 1980 with the great staying pacer hands down driven by his son Peter and uh, of course the Mighty Mare. Probably one of the most recognisable names in the last 50 years of harness racing, Blossom Lady, driven by his grandson Anthony Butt in 1992. It was, 93 it might have been. Yeah, anyway, early 90s it was uh, for her. I'm definitely going to say it was 1992. Anyway, uh, that is the feature race today coming out of the Mott. We're going to catch up with hopefully Stephen Reed who trained a Group 1 winner, yes, another Group 1 winner for the Reed Man in the Caduceus Club Phillies Classic at Alexandra Park on Friday night. His very good filly, Coastal Babe, went back-to-back after impressive Cambridge victory, went straight to the front for Matthew White and dominated from the top end. Too strong for them was Coastal Babe, so hopefully later in the program we'll catch up with Reed Man. Mark Jones is going to stop by. His team low-flying at the moment, having a terrific season, and he's got several chances. He'll be part of the Southern Man segment a little bit later on in the program. And Phil Williamson, who produced Isolate to win and upset them in the Macker Lodge Sire Stakes Classic for the three-year-old fillies at Addington Raceway on Thursday night. She was a maiden going into this, taking on the Oaks winner in Walking on Sunshine. This very, very talented filly, Sonny's sister, who is Sunday's son's brother, of course. Uh, and she was too good. She was driven by Nathan Williamson, who won the previous edition of this with his own filly, Hidden Talent. And Isolate came from three back on the fence. So we'll hear what Phil has to say about her and talk about his chance in the DG Jones Memorial Cup today with Majestic Sun. He does uh, have Jimmy Carter going around in that. And then we'll catch up with Steve Telfer and Nathan Purden and get the latest on their IRT New Zealand Cup chances. Of course, Fernley Cash was the winner of the Spring Cup on Friday night. Richard Bromley's been bumped up the order and he is uh, the racing secretary for Motokarara, Banks Peninsula. Well, he puts together all the fields and does all the business for them, plus he presents the birdcage uh, during the race meeting. He's kindly joined us online. Very good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to you, Gregory. Yep, you're en route by the sound of it uh, to the Mott and I know you've been uh, moved up Hello. the order a, a little bit. Hello there. Are you there, Richard? Are you there? Are you there? Yes, I am. I am. You're on your way to the Mott. What are we expecting weather-wise? Because we have had a fair bit of precipitation and therefore the track rated dead at this stage. Yeah, had a bit of rain there over Friday night, Saturday morning. Uh, just talking to the track curator, Vic Bright, yesterday morning. They had 20 mil, and to be fair, they probably needed it because uh, 
in the Canterbury region, as you know, the winds have been pretty sort of extreme during the week, and it did dry out pretty good during the week. So that rain, if anything, helped the track. Um, so it'll be a true death. Um, so they will be going into it, but um, it won't be a bog as like many people sort of predict. But um, it'll be a fair playing surface. All right, Lake Quaddy is on races 9, 10, 11. The first leg of that is this outstanding race, the DG Jones, named after one of the great characters of New Zealand harness racing and undoubtedly one of our greatest ever trainers and before that drivers too. So there's always plenty of sentiment around this race and of course he was a former president of the uh, Banks Peninsula Trotting Club and a huge, huge influence on harness racing, not only with his deeds, Richard, he did on the track, but through his family, and they still continue to deliver. Absolutely. He's a legend of the game, as we know. A lot of respect around the, the DC Jones family. This race has been named after him for so many years, and as we know, he's a legend of the game. But plenty for harness racing in New Zealand, but um, out there as president, he's got a lot of mates because the, the president's bar, you always go in there and you toast to the, the legendary that was Derek Jones. All right, what about the race today? It probably doesn't have the depth of some years. Uh, off the 30 metres, Oscar Bonavina's fresh up and has trialled really nicely. We know the qualities of a mere like Time Up the Hill. And those that get a start off uh, that pair, Time Up the Hill's off 10 metres, include Resolve, winner of the Phillies and Mears race at uh, Awamaru last week and did it in really good style on a testing track. And I spoke to Paul Nairn about how she's come through that on Thursday night. And he said, no, she's bouncing. So she's about $6. Euro Cash, who has won three of five on the grass and uh, has had a wet grass track performance uh, winning. So I, I know it's probably not going to be as wet as what some were thinking, like you pointed out. I Dream of Genie's a bit of quality. Mystic Max is a horse on the rise. Uh, Andy Hall is fresh up for this assignment, and Jimmy Carter has had a great season thus far. Can those off the front, Richard, hold sway this year in the DG Jones? Uh, highly uh, chance that will really speak to us, tipping Eurocash. I mean, we know he's a, a very fair horse, and as you pointed out, he's got dr- grass track form, and he's been back pretty heavily on the fixed odds market as well. So Eurocash, I you say, most front markers will take a power of betting, but there's a lot of respect for likes of Resolve. As you said, it was very, very good at Amadou uh, winning the Phillies and Mears race, and of course, respect around Oscar Bonavita as well. 30 metres to overcome, uh, but he has got the X factor, but sort of sticking with the, what the pundits reckon, and maybe Eurocash to win the, the DG Jones this afternoon. Second leg's a tricky leg. Third leg, well, the bookies put up 210 for what's wanted. It's uh, extremely short, a very brave second behind Sonny's sister, who's franked that by running second on uh, on Thursday night in that uh, in that classic. So um, is what's wanted an anchor? Does have grass track winning uh, form as well? You don't get many $2 shots out at the Mott, though, but it is pretty short, but has got the capability of winning the race. I like Buffy Northstains. Um, does doesn't mind this thing out of the ground and has performed well on grass tracks and rain-affected tracks as well. So uh, don't forget to put Buffy Northstains in your mix this afternoon. With That's what's wanted. And uh, in the last leg, I reckon this is almost the bet of the day. Steph's boy comes up with a good barrier draw, was unlucky at Meffin, wouldn't have won, but still went a cracking race. Uh, that was in behind Motormouth, does have gate speed, has the country's leading reinsman. Tick, tick, tick. Is there any reason why Steph's boy couldn't win the last, although there is support for other runners in it, Richard, the likes of Sergeant Best, uh, Giselle, who's a well-performed mare, as we know, and Blue Rock Dancer, 
from the Hope team who has trialled at the Miffin trials and was a winner there beating Water Blaze does have to come off the second row. So Blue Rock Dancer could work, can win for sure, but I just think Steph's boy has a few advantages here. What say you? Okay, your remarks about Steph's boy will take a power getting in the last, as you say, Blue Rock Dancer. And also uh, the Henderson Hunter train, American Sniper, was pretty good at the Miffin trials a fortnight ago as well. So they've both got a bit of grass track credentials with them as well, but um, Steph's boy, echo your, your remarks here, it'd be very, very tough to beat in the last of the mop, but finally about Blue Rock Dancer and American Sniper and a fresh stake. All right, so if you're having a crack at the quaddy, it's uh, never easy out at the mop. Got anything earlier in the day, Rick, that you've spotted? I, I sort of thought Sailor Boy might take some beating in the Joan and Paul Davies pace. Now, Paul will be on course, and if he was looking for a lady's whisper, we can't get it from him uh, right now. What about what about you? Give us the whisper for this morning. <laughs> I think Sailor's boy will take a power betting as well. I mean, he shouldn't have been, won't be a maiden for long, and maybe he'll, he'll quit maidens uh, this afternoon. There is one. T- Tom Bakery's got a first starter called Gawadi, who, who goes pretty good. It's five-year-old um, gelding, but um, the money sort of come for that as well. So at odds, and maybe that Tim Bakery run early on in the day with John Dunaboard. All right, that's uh, race two. You're looking for Gowdy, who is on debut, son of Art Major, five-year-old. I've waited a wee while, uh, and there has been... I'm just going to have a quick look here. I can see where it sits currently in the market because there has been support from $16 into 11 So support John Dunn, Tom Bagri, race two, number 11. The ladies whisper, if you like, for Richard Bromley. All right, bit ahead of you, Rick. You've got uh, the Mott today. Uh, only, what are we, three weeks to the Meth and Cup, is it? Is it three or two weeks? Might oh, only be two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two weeks Timidu, to the Meth and Cup. next week. Yep, yep. And then, uh, and then into Meth and where? Well, this week we've got the Canterbury Classic, so the likes of Self-Assured and Akuta uh, are likely to go there. But I am hearing they are likely to head to Methan as well. And we know that uh, the big grass track there at the Mount Harding is is now becoming a key lead-up race to the Cup because it's essentially five weeks out from the great race and you need to be moving and shaking by then. Absolutely. Over the last few years, a lot of... High rollers have pinpointed the Metro Cup as one of the lead-up races, and I think this year it's going to be quite a deep race. So if you're looking forward to that in a fortnight, so as you say, five weeks out from the Cup, so a lot of those horses will need a decent blowout, and the, the big grass track at Methven just proves a great platform for it. All right, we'll let you get to uh, the track, Richard. Thanks so much for uh, coming up the batting order today, and uh, yeah, go well at the Mott. Should be a good day out there. Of course, it also is uh, Blue September invited drivers, Rick. Just before we let you go, uh, having the quality of driver, and I say that with the greatest respect, that bloody wizard's in town, and I had to put up with him overnight. But uh, when you consider that we've got... Uh, the likes of Jim Curtin and Todd Mitchell, Robbie Close, Nathan Williamson, all having a steer in that race. Zachary Butcher, obviously Blair Orange there, Tim Williams. I don't want to name them all with fear of leaving one out, but um, good to have those guys on track today and, and should attract a little bit more outside money from around the country. Oh, absolutely. Good to have them on track. And as you say, that Blue September race will be a beauty and also a bit of a novelty. There's a Blue Bolt race. Uh, just prior to it, where the team ambassadors will race up the track and the Patriots on course can pick who's going to win for a, a dual sulky later on. I do believe that. Baron needs injected, so he's a bit of a chance in that race there. So um, that'll be a bit of a spectacle on course for the patrons out there today. Who was that who's had an injection in his knee? We just lost you there, Rick, for a sec. Who was that? 
just like me, I, all reports that Todd Mitchell's had his, his knee injected, so he'd be a, a big shot in that. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a wee tip, mate. mate. Ed, Ed need more than his knees injected. He, he's hardly the athlete that he ever thought he was, so um, I was saying that if you want to leave him out of your first four... <laughs> I reckon he's the one you could leave out, but I don't think there's any speed in them their legs, mate. <laughs> anyway, uh, who would you back in it? Mm, well, Blair Orange used to play a decent standard of football, but he's hardly an athlete either. And Jim Curtin just about whops a knee off when he walks, let alone runs, Rick, so I won't be backing him either. Anyway, enough about bagging our drivers. Thanks for your time, Rick. Thanks, Greg. All the best. All right, that's Richard probably on his way to the Mott. Yes, the Blue September invited drivers. Hey, if you back a winner today, it's a great cause. Um, you know, it's, it's all about raising awareness for prostate cancer, and Blue September is a big part of uh, the Harness Racing New Zealand promotions throughout the year. So if you back a winner and make a donation, it's, it's probably not the worst. And, um, yeah, the, the rates of uh, prostate cancer in this country are way too high, and any money that we can give them to help out with the research uh, certainly uh, can only uh, improve those stats. All right, you're with Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz for everything you need to know about the sport, including the latest videos, previews, reviews, and all the information about this wonderful sport. Short break for us on the other side. We'll catch up with a man having a terrific season, Mark Jones, and we'll talk to Phil Williamson about his Win on Thursday night with Isolate, and where his team's at, including Jimmy Carter in the Cup today. It is the Southern Man segment here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Stable and outstanding form is that of Mark Jones. He joins us this morning. Uh, morning to you, Mark. Yeah, good morning, Greg. Yeah, congratulations on the way the team's going. Uh, yeah, last couple of winners, Tokyo Rose, a major talk who was beautifully placed uh, in the handicaps uh, with that win on Thursday night. You currently sit second on the Premiership and honing in on 50 wins, so you're pretty much, well, you, you could actually have a record season, Marcus. Um, was that on the cards, did you think, at the start? Uh, not really, Greg. Like a few years ago when we probably had the big numbers and, you know, we had Blair driving most of the team. We, we won 70-odd, and we have cut the numbers back and got a few more gallopers, and probably just more so the older horses are a bit easier to place now and we kind of recycled them pretty good and you know we like to place our horses pretty good so it's definitely a bonus to get up you know the numbers we are but it's yeah it's a lot of hard work from a, a bunch of good staff so um you know there's still a wee way to go yet so hopefully we can add to yes. it 70 wins in 2015 your best you're honing in on 750 training wins i was just talking about your grandfather earlier and training a thousand wins um when you started out and you only had small numbers uh, initially that would have seen a long way away marcus but um it's not that far away now <laughs> it seemed an eternity away greg and, and probably the funny thing about it was when i was young i I just concentrated on the training. You know, I worked for Korean Delgie for, for 12 years, but probably didn't take a lot of notice of the training side of things and just worried about the driving. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of trial, trial and error with the, the training and the, the training changes with the, you know, the way the horses are changing. So it's a good challenge, and, yeah, it's definitely something that I don't think I'd get that high. But, you know, looking at 1,000, it would be good to be one of the few that can probably drive a 1,000 and train a 1,000, probably a, a goal to try to achieve. Yeah, very few, uh, Mark. Um what about numbers-wise? Where are you at with your standard breads? And, and what about your thoroughbreds? How many have you got of them too? Uh, yeah, we're not too bad with the standard breads. We sit around 30. We're probably just going to increase that in the next month or two. Just the way the season's changed, I think every trainer's finding the transition to the races in the summer. 
not a challenge, but just something new, and you know we'll we'll get it better each year and that. So um, you know our two year olds are still in work when they're normally in the winter, so we'll get up to about forty standard breeds in the next month or so. And the gallopers sit around five or six, so um, there's not too many of them. We have got staff that can ride them, and we've got you know good help with Jason Laking and that at the tracks. So um, about forty five would be our maximum we get up to. All right, let's talk about your chances uh, out there at the Mott today. Sailor Boy in race number three has come up $3.60. few scratchings there. First up run, excellent. Uh, how much has the horse improved since then? And are you expecting a, another bold performance today? Yeah, we're expecting to go good. Like he um, had a quiet time since Nesson. He's a pretty lightly framed horse. And his work on, on Wednesday was quite good. And... Yeah, you know, he's just a nice mate, and he's no superstar. But yeah, he's got if he can bring his manners and step away, he's, he's a definite chance. You know, Elder Showgirl looks quite good at the trials, and definitely the one to beat. But yeah, our guy's got to be a top three player with good manners. All right, let's move on uh, to Rosie Richter, who's uh, moved into four dollars and eighty cents. Probably thought Rosie might have uh, delivered a winning performance by now, and might not get a better opportunity, although wide on the second row is never easy over the uh, short course at the Mott. So it's a, it's a mobile 2,000 metre event. How's she for today? Oh, yeah, she seems good. She's fresh up. Like She kind of works like Tarzan and, and can race a bit like Jane, so she's been a bit disappointing. So um, from the back row, fresh up on a wet track, we're going to have to drive for luck. That's how she looks best driven. You know, we've used her early and she hasn't found the line as good as she should, so she'll need luck from back there and you know, it's hard to make ground there because they don't go hard in the middle stages. So she'll improve with the run and probably one to follow in the coming weeks, but she'll need a lot to go away to be a, be a winning hope today. Mark, newcomer to your barn goes round in race number 11 in Holly Highlander, $8 into $7, formerly and still owned by uh, Kevin Fairburn. Uh, this family's always raced well on the grass. Uh, this mare's already been a grass track winner here at the Mott. How did you get her and what are you hoping for today? Yeah, it was just unfortunate Kevin Fairburn had an accident with his hip in the paddock and um, he couldn't work his horses for a few weeks. He needed an operation, so we're happy to help out and take them for him. So um, we've only had about three weeks. She's been a pleasure to have and, you know, her grass trap form's good. The distance kind of suits. The back row's not ideal, but, you know, she's trying to go around home. She will improve with the run and, you know, it's costing nothing to go to the races. So, um, and saying that on a work and that I think she's, there's an each way chance with, you know, the way Watts Wanders went last start. It's going to be hard to beat, but yeah, if we get a bit of luck in the running, I'm sure mine will be at the finish. Yeah, and just uh, nipping back one race to Poetry in Motion, who's about $18 odd. Uh, what are your expectations with uh, with her? Actually, she's drifted out to 31s as I, as I look now, Mark, so there's no support there. Uh, she's been a winner on the track there at the Mott. Um, what have you made of her two runs thus far, and what are you hoping for today? Yeah, she's won the grass, but she um, she went quite good first up. She's unlucky, and then she's pretty poor in a very strong field last week. And rating-wise, she probably doesn't get into this race real good, but she gets a good draw. So if she runs top four, I'll be more than happy, but we're probably looking for a bit of improvement. She has disappointed, you know, last start. All right, what's the best of the mark? Um, yeah, good question. <laughs> I'd probably have to lean towards Sailor Boy if he brings his man as he, you know, if he can stay handy, he's got to be, you know, hard to beat. All right, thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Hey, pleasure, Greg. Thanks Beautiful. So yep, that's Mark Jones uh, there talking about his team in today and the way the season's been going. Speaking of the way the season's been going, this bloke's going all right and he won a feature at Addington on Thursday night.
Sunny Sister at this stage appears to be the biggest danger. Pebble Beach passing lane about to open up. Crackling in behind them. Inside run for Isolate and down the outside George Elliott when it's all over. Walking on Sunshine. Inside run now and coming through quickly Sunny Sister and here's Isolate out and charging. Late post comes. Oh, Isolate will get there. Isolate, we've got an upset in the group three. We'll beat Sunny Sister walking on sunshine. So big performance uh, by Isolate going around in the $45,000 Maca Lodge uh, Sire Stakes Classic for trainer Phil Williamson, who's kindly joined us uh, on the line. Morning to you, Philip. Congratulations again on an excellent performance fresh up from Isolate. Yeah, no, thank you, Greg. Yeah, no, she went great. Um, yeah, no, it's always nice to win... Uh, a nice race at Addington, for sure. Yep, it is. Uh, you've always thought she had really good ability. You took her north on, on a campaign, and she produced two uh, runs with merit. Uh, she clearly has developed from then, and looking at her post-race, the size of her, she's thrown to her mother a wee bit, Philip. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, no. And and, and here's some of her ability too, but just... Because she's so big, um, she's needed a bit of time to mature, and I'm, I'm thinking that she'll only get better as she gets more uh, maturity to her. She's uh, she is a, a big girl for sure, and uh, that campaign at Auckland was probably uh, the makings of her in terms of um, education for her, and um, you know, learning a bit because she was she was pretty uh, weak, if I could say that about about her, just because she's so big and uh, only being two and now that she's sort of three she's um she's got a bit more strength to her right so what do we do with her now she's come out the other night and let, let's put this into perspective phil you're three back on the fence the leader is the oaks and runner up in the derby walking on sunshine and in the trail sunny sister even you would have been thinking at the 400 gee if i, if I can run third or fourth here this will be a big tick in, in the right direction or, or you know a, a good step that way anyway but to pick those two up the way she did it the future's pretty bright isn't it yeah well it is great because I, I do believe that um you know 12 months and further along the road um she'll bulk up around and put some strength around that big body of hers and um she could become um, a, a really good horse. At this stage, she's still a little bit uh, on the weak side, and um, you know I'll have to be careful how much racing we give her. I'd like to just race her lightly, but these nice three-year-old races are definitely uh, races we can't afford. Well, you, you don't want to miss, so we'll have a crack at the South and Oaks next. But um, in a couple of weeks, that's coming up with the New Zealand Oaks down the line. Um, you know, the main aim, and then probably not too much more. And, uh, yeah, well, as I say, she's always possessed good, a good turn of foot. Uh, her gait will strengthen with, with more maturity, and, um, you know, she'll just develop into a, a pretty good horse. But at the moment, you know, she, she's showing that she's more than handy. Look, you're surrounding yourself with some terrific ladies at the moment. Well, you did way back when you got married too, uh, just, just just quietly. But if, if you start looking at the, your team and the way they're going, Aroha Kenny, Empire City, who I need to ask you about, Phil, because she was disappointing last time. Black Pat's been another winner for you. So, um, yes, the uh, the ladies in your life, including your lovely wife, Bev, um, are certainly doing the business at the moment. Yeah, yeah, no, we've got we've quite a few horses and um, we seem to have a... 
a knack of breeding fillies. Um, so uh, we've just been trying to make the best of what we've got and uh, doing a jolly good job. Um, Aro Akini's a really nice filly. She's, um, she's going to go the same path. She's a little bit more mature than uh, Isolate, so that's why I sort of fit, uh, favour her a little bit to be at closer to her peak at the moment rather than uh, needing the time like the other mare does. So there might not be that much between them. I'd like to hope there's not. And um, the wee Empire City was, yeah, was way below par. Um, we've had a little bit of um, testing done on her to make sure everything's okay. We don't see a lot wrong, so um, you know I'm hoping that she can bounce back in the next. Uh, well, she won't be lining up until I am happy with her. Um, it was way below par, even though she ran fourth. It was. Um, yeah, I, I could use the word horrible. It was horrible. Right. We look forward to uh, seeing her progress uh, and getting back to what she showed at her first start, the uh, daughter of Volstead. Right. It's DG Jones Cup uh, today at the Mott, a race you've won a couple of times with Springbank Richard. You take Jimmy Carter there. You've taken him to the trials since probably his worst run of the last year, to be fair. He's been in great form, and he was a trial winner. What are your expectations? He has been pretty good on the grass in the past. Yeah, well, it, he seems to be able to step touch wood a little bit better on the grass with a little bit probably more room around. Um, he's drawn ideally to get away, so um, we won't be making any excuses. And he does go good races on grass. Trolled up, you know, against... Uh, moderate opposition without being unkind to them. And he he, he run home in, in quite good time. I think it was at 57 and a half or something for his last half. It was just to keep him on track since he hasn't raced for a bit, but he does race well in a fresh condition. The field is, is strong, but it's not crazy strong. I mean, uh, some of the big guns could be there and then it'd be a whole lot stronger. But, um, you know, Oscar Bonavina and another couple there, they'll be hard to beat. But... Um, I think if he could just get away and get a run, he, he'll go a nice race. Um, he's all been right. racing pretty well all through, but yeah. Yep, we look forward to seeing uh, him today. What about your other two big bangers, Majestic Man, Love and the Port? Uh, both excellent first up. Where are we likely to see them again? Well, uh, I'm think considering Friday night because um, it's, it's, it's um, been a while between... Uh, drinks for them actually if, they, if I wait till the Canterbury Park Cup which is another fortnight further away um, that'd be about five weeks between runs so I feel like we need to have another hit out and rather than trial there's a $20,000 race uh, program for this Friday night so um, maximum back mark of 20 so I, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to go there with them to this Friday night Greg so I'm happy yep. with them and um, yeah I think they'll be pretty competitive. Yeah, well, they've uh, both performed well and truly at Group 1 level. Of course, the Row Cup winner, Love and the Port, and Majestic Man, who's just been an absolute marvel. Hey, thanks for taking the time out this morning. Uh, Philip, congratulations to you, Bev, and the entire Williamson team as you continue to deliver on the track. You're pretty close to 750 uh, career wins, Philip. So uh, we just spoke to Mark Jones. He's on target for that too. It might be a battle between you, Pierre, uh, with the predominantly black and white colours to get there. So uh, well done on the way things are going, and thanks again for your time. Yeah, no, you're more than welcome, Greg. Yeah, thanks very much, mate. All right, there he is, uh, Philip Williamson, who the man with the mow, of course, who... Uh,
Ian Shaw McCaffrey have a battle as to who's had the best mail in the last 20 years. It's a good photo, actually. Uh, 30 wins he's had this season and four already in the month of September. All right, short break for us. Uh, On the other side, we'll go on IRT New Zealand Cup Watch as we catch up with a couple of the key players. Steve Telfer, who trains with his sister Amanda, and Nathan Purden, who trains with his father Mark. Back straight quarter, 27.1 there, low flying. Nicholas Cage on the outside, then Brookies Jaffa. Hooray Henry, copy, that's about to let down powerfully out wide, then simply Sam, top of the lane, Fernley Cash by two. Uh, back on the inside, Brookies Jaffa, here's copy that. He's working home strongly over on the outside of Hooray Henry, but Fernley Cash, Fernley Cash with plenty of dash in the legs, and Fernley Cash for the Spring Cup of 2023. Simply Sam will dive through on the passing lane to Beat out stable mate, copy that for third. Yeah, brilliant performance by Fernley Cash taking out the Alabar Spring Cup, co trained by Steve Telfer. Joined us on the line. Uh, morning to you, Steve. Yeah, morning, Greg. Excellent performance by Fernley Cash. Uh, he's always had good ability, and on Friday night, he was just simply too fast for them. Yeah, look, he was. He, um, he'd sort of just been going through the motions, you know, in probably his last few starts, and. Um, just in the last three weeks, he'd um, he'd really turned the corner in some of his training and just the way the horse looks. So, um, yeah, we were expecting a pretty good run run on Friday night. All right, so it was no surprise to see him go that good. Where does that place him, I suppose, looking forward? Because going into that race, he was in 42nd or 43rd position for the IRT New Zealand Cup. He's now won a very good race and, and beaten the two-time Cup winner and copy that, albeit... 20 metres in front of him at the start. Um, is a cup campaign for him still likely, or is it more about, okay, we'll go to the Homes DG in a couple of weeks and see if we're still on track? Uh, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're heading towards that, Greg, but it, as you know, he's got a long, long way to come come down. He's going to have to... Um, He's going to have to do something pretty good over the next month to um, to earn a spot in the cup. But um, he'll still head that way. He's a good stayer and a good follower of um, good follower of speed. So um, the home DG up here in two weeks' time will be the next um, next aim, and and after that we'll um, we'll probably go to Kaikoura. Um, you know, if um, um, and you know, hopefully he's done well enough for the owners to get him get him into the cup. But if not, we'll have to change change tack. Oh, well, he's certainly going to get every opportunity to force his way in, and on that performance, home and better than 55. He's going in the right direction, as is Artie's Express, who was super, of course, uh, at Oamaru, and BD Joe, who's been a winner too. So in terms of your, your cup horses uh, for you and Amanda, they, they couldn't be in, in better form, could they, at this stage? No, no. Look at this stage; they've all they've all had good preparations, and um, you know they've been in work a while, and and um, they've sort of hit the ground running. So um, yeah, they're having a a um, a good preparation and quite a few runs leading into the cup. But um, no, we couldn't be happier with um, with the main ones anyway at the moment, Greg. Steve, who goes to the Canterbury Classic this week? Um, yeah, this week uh, All American Love is going to go around, and um, Arctic Express is going to go around, and uh, BD Joe. So all three of the southern southern ones will, will head to the, to the classic this this Friday. All right, mate. The big question therefore will be, what does Tim Williams do this week? Yeah, Tim's Tim's got a um, Tim's got a fairly um, you know a fairly big decision to make. Um, 
um, been in consultation with the owner of um, Arctic Express and, you know, of course, we own most of BDG. So, um, yeah, that decision hasn't been made yet, but um, this is probably the only time they'll clash before the Cup. Um, uh, if, if, like, if Arctic Express goes that way, um, you know, it's um, a very tough race on the mares and she's got such such a lot of mares races to come. So um, we'll let her dip her toe in this, this week against some of the better ones and um, and, and go from there, Greg. Yeah, so it's not, um, you know, the define, defining moment, is it? There's, there's no, hey, no. you're not driving that one now. It's just for this week, no. this is the way he's going. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for no. this week it's, um, yeah, for this week it's, um, um, you know, that's, um, and I don't know which one he'll drive at this stage, we um, gave him a few days to think about that, so, um, yeah, um, this week, uh, and then after that, Artie's Express will head towards uh, hopefully some mares races through October, and, um, yeah, she'll go, she'll go into, a, into, into the cup if she goes that way, it's through a different path. All right, really appreciate your time this morning and the update for the IRT New Zealand Cup. Congrats again on uh, the performance of Fernley Cash on Friday night, and no doubt we'll talk again in the in the upcoming weeks. No, no, great. Thank Beautiful. You. There he is uh, Steve Telfer, good friend of the show, often makes himself available on a Sunday morning, which is terrific. And this bloke, too, has made himself available uh, a few times. Uh, Nathan Purden, of course, Nathan and his father Mark in training partnership. They have Oscar Bonavina going to the Alabar, uh, sorry, the Majestic Sun, who stands at Alabar, uh, DG Jones Memorial Trotting Cup. And uh, Nathan joins us now. Morning to you, Nate. Good morning, Greg. Uh, thanks for your time. Oscar Bonavina today trialled up nicely uh, in behind Lovestruck, who uh, won at Addington on Thursday night and did it in good style. And I think don't stop dreaming. So uh, we'll talk about the latter shortly. But how's Oscar for today? He seems really good. He's come back in a, in a good space and uh, he looks a picture. So um, you know, he'll, uh, he'll obviously need this run quite badly, being a sort of an older stallion. But. Um, yeah, he's, he's in a good place. I'm sure he'll run an honest race. All right, starts off 30 metres. Matadero's coming out means uh, there's 20 metres between he and time up the hill and then those off the front. What would be a pass mark today? Can he win for a start? And what are you hoping to see from him? Uh, not saying he, he couldn't win, but I'd be very surprised if he did win today with uh, with having that time off and, and obviously, you know, being, um, being a heavy... Colt, you would think he would take a run or two to, to get to where he needs to be. So I think if he ran in the first three or four, I'd be more than happy with his run today. What about the Bros horse, Mystic Max? Have you been keeping an eye on the opposition? Yeah, he's he seems in a pretty good place. So, uh, you know, I think he, he's he's good enough on, a, on his right day. He could probably give him a good shake. All right, we look forward to those, uh, those two clashing uh, today. Uh, what about the two big boys? I was at the trials on uh, Wednesday to see Akuta and Self Assured. They went in a mobile 2,000 metres, which if it was anyone else, as I told you the other day, I'd be raising my eyebrows leading into a Canterbury Classic, but it is your dad and he knows what he's doing. And Akuta led and won and Self Assured went terrific and ran second. How have they come through those uh, or that run on Wednesday? They both seem really good. They um, they needed the run, and probably more so with why the the, the theory behind it's probably um, with having the the time frame out and 
prepping them into it. Um, the the 2,000 metres is a, just a good tightening um, trial without sort of going too far and, and knocking them around a little bit. So just a, a small stepping stone, but uh, they're heading in the right direction anyway. All right, they both go to the Lamb and Haywood Canterbury Classic this week. Is the pathway post that being set, are they likely to go to Methven and then the more logical Ashburton Flying Stakes? Is, is that what you guys are thinking at this stage? I think so, Greg, but um, we'll just wait and, and see how they come out of next week's run. Um, yeah, if, uh, if, if everything goes well it's probably the right um, the right path to take although you know sort of being close to a, a two mile event on the grass is always a, a tricky one so they'd want to be pretty pretty full themselves and and um, make sure it's not going to knock them around too much but uh, yeah we'll, we'll get through Friday night and probably assess from there all right just before we let you go does anything goes go this Friday too yes you'll probably just nominate him um, and Franco Indy towards the the um, 55 and faster discretionary handicap. So um, just hopefully they can they can get a chance to to sort of meet a little bit uh, lesser company, hopefully, and uh, and see what sort of mark they'll be off. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put them in something anyway. All right, good on you, Nathan. Thanks for your time again this morning. No worries, Greg. See ya. All right, that's Nathan uh, Purden there. Short break for us uh, on Trot Stalk, brought to you by HRNZ. Actually, get involved in their Super Stable. More about that on the other side because, man, they've got some terrific prizes there. Cost you nothing to go in it. All the details at hrnz.co.nz. Short break, other side. Hopefully we'll grab Stephen Reid to talk about Group 1 success for him on Friday night. They come for home. We're Coastal Babe, Adored Dreamer. Out wide, Ultimate Racy Girl, Treacherous Love. Now for the HR Fiskin passing lane. Further back is Kiss Seaside Rose. Arcateers right down the outside. Treacherous Baby, nowhere to go. In front, is going to be Coastal Babe. Trying hard, Ultimate Racy Girl. And down the outside, Arcateer. But Coastal Babe. Coastal Babe, she's a brilliant filly. And she's got a Group 1 Caduceus Club Phillies Classic to prove it. Second over, Ultimate Racy Girl. Yeah, outstanding Arcatia. performance. By Coastal Babe after sitting parked and winning at Cambridge. Came out of the gate for Matty White on Friday night for trainer Stephen Reed and grabbed him another Group 1 win. Congratulations to you, Reed, man. You've got a smarty in Coastal Babe. Thanks, Greg. That's much appreciated. I was just listening to the commentary and it never gets old. No, they never do and neither they should. Now that gives you I think it's a dozen group ones in your training career, eleven in your on your own, starting with uh, Monkey King back in the Derby, which feels like an eternity ago, Reed Man, and one with Graham yeah. Rogerson in this race actually with Flying Pocketland. So um yeah, you've you've won a couple of Caduceus clubs and gee, this filly she she looks to be anything. I know there were a couple of unlucky runs in behind Reed Man and you're a great follower of the form. Um, but I yeah. don't know whether they would have beaten her anyway. She went 2.39 and she did it on her own. It's, yeah, I know exactly what you mean, Greg. As I said the other night, I've watched a lot of racing at Alexandra Park over the years. And, you know, once you start going quicker than 41 for that lead time for the first 600, it's, it's really hard to make excuses for anything else. I know there was maybe a couple of unlucky runners and I thought Barry Purden and Scott Phelan's filly that ran second was awesome. But look... I don't know. I was I I was joking with Maddie after the race and just I, and being open with him, saying that I was 
well, not bagging him, but I, was, I wasn't real happy with the speed that he was showing out in front. The sectionals were pretty slick. To Philly only having her third start, stepping up to 2,200 for the first time. But you know what? He, he hopped off her after Cambridge, and he said to me she did it really, really good. Like I could tell, Maddie doesn't say a lot, but he was really upbeat about her, and that's why I gave him the instructions, and I think he just had a lot of confidence in the horse. So well, all, all in all, it was terrific. All right, what do you do now? There is uh, the Harness Millions on the radar at Addington. Yeah, is, what I've got to do, Greg, I've got to actually have a sit down and just and map out what we're going to do. So we've got, um, I'm actually not sure when the Harness Millions is. I know that we've got, um, is it the size stakes final on show day, the yep. Friday? Correct. Yeah, and then and then what's the, is it the like the old Harness Jewels race or the... Yes, um, on, the, on the 10th on, of December, yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so yeah, we've got correct. that. So I actually, I actually don't know where the Harness Millions fits in, to be honest. But I'm going to sort all that out. All right, I can tell you, you that can, it's run. Maybe you it's can. run at Addington Raceway on the 13th of October, Reedman. So you've got less than a month to work, oh. work that out, mate. I can what? promise you, the two-year-old fillies for uh, 150k it is is raced at Addington Raceway uh, on the 13th of October. So um, you need okay. to talk to your men. About the owners, which there's an interesting bunch involved in this horse too, some at Bloodstock and Aaron Bain, who of course we know are heavily involved in Australasia. So, um, yep, get your thinking cap on, Red Man. It's, You've got about three weeks. Absolutely, yeah, great, great bunch of owners, and I've probably I've said it before, Greg. She is just a little bit. Um, she's she's probably physically looking at it. She's probably still six months away. So it's exciting in a way, but then, you know, it's also like you've got these big races coming up and you, you probably can't target them all. But, you know, I'm just, I've got to be, how she's come through the run has really, really impressed me. She's licked the bowl. So, I mean, as I said, I'm, I'm going to sit down in the next couple of days and I'll, I'll map out some sort of program. And uh, Summit Bloodstock man, Jamie Dumberger, he's been really, really good about it. He's just completely left it up to me, which is much appreciated. Yep, well, he knows his uh, way around a nice horse and, and knows when he's got a good one, so I'm sure he'll leave that to you. Hey, congratulations, Reed man. Terrific to get another Group 1. Really, uh, really enjoyed that for you on Friday night, and we look forward to seeing this filly progress. No, that's great, Greg. I appreciate it. And uh, I'd, I'd just like to take this minute just to thank all the staff at home because I didn't thank them the other night. I've got um, Isabel Owsley, who works for me. She's been with me for about two years. I've got uh, young Brianna Thomas has just uh, started with me over the last three weeks. And, of course, I've got my partner, Isabella Stora, does the social media and the um, runs keep, basically keeps the business running. Um, I haven't had a lot of horses in the last probably 12 months, so um, to get a filly like this to come along is really, really positive thing for me. So, yeah, I thank, thank those people because I didn't thank them no. the other night. Beautiful, Reed, man. Appreciate your time. Have a, enjoy, your, uh, enjoy your Sunday, mate. It's Stephen Reed from uh, Alexander Park Friday night. Big win for him and Coastal Babe. That's been Trot's Talk for this Sunday. I'll talk to you again in seven days.